Ahoy! You are alive and on board with Tony Malazzo, and my special guest out here on the water today is Itchy Tommy Otis. How are you, Tony? It's great to be here on the dock with you. I feel like I'm on the waterfront with all the construction going on. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's wonderful. I expect to hear Marlon Brando going Stella. Yeah. Do you hear the beeps? Do you hear all that? Yeah. We're in the middle of uh, a construction puddle we're sailing on. There's going to be a teamster fight any day now. <laughs> How did you like the uh, motorcycle fight in Waco, Texas, by the way? I didn't even hear about that. Wasn't so it? It was a refreshing... F- I live under a rock over here on the well, water. Well, I'm watching CNN, and there's a big motorcycle fight in Waco, Texas, which I find to be refreshing since it's not a tragic black shooting from the cops or it's not news from the Middle East. To me, it felt good to see white people, white-on-white crime and motorcycles... It, it, it was. It took me back. It was a nostalgic moment. But the motorcycle guys are always fighting. They just gave it some publicity this time. Yes, what? and I thought it was refreshing. It was like watching Donna Reed or Father's Knows Best. <laughs> it took me back to another time. Well, maybe we need a reality show, just for the bikers following the bikers around. Well, I, I think Sons we, of Anarchy goes real. I think we had that with the uh, father and son that couldn't get along, and they made seven hundred oh, yeah. million dollars. Oh, that's right. That's right. We don't want to make more of them rich. But it's great to be here. Thank you. I love the yacht. The yacht is beautiful. Oh, thank you. You, you know, digging on this? I'm digging this. This is uh, a whole thing. I took a Dramamine. Did you? Yes, because, you know, I get dock sick. You get th- <laughs> and I'm tied up and everything. I, I'm very fragile. you have any more of those Dramamine? I, I could use one of them. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah, no, you said Dramamine. I, I, am, I take a Dramamine every day because, you know, there's two kinds of Greek. You know I'm Greek Orthodox. You that, are. Yes, that's off the dock. I always thought you were paisan. Off the dock. I, I always realized you're Greek. Off the dock. You, you know, off the dock. Not off the dock. Off the dock. Off the dock. And and with me, it's drama. Mean, not drama. Drama mean. Drama Because it's drama every yeah, day. Yeah. It's drama. Drama. I need every that just day. to put up with this Hollywood bullshit. It's really the Hollywood thing is you. <laughs> let me tell you how hard it is to break into show business. For you young people that want to know, you have to work for free just to earn the right to be underpaid. Ain't that the truth? It is the truth. And I started late in life. I started at 52. 52? And, and I'm 58 now. So no. it's never too late to live your really? dream. Yeah, I held up well. Because I'm so You've been gre- doing this forever. No, I'm, so gre- I'm such a greasy Greek that my skin held up like it's armor rolled every day. <laughs> they say the Asians age well, but it's really, the, you know, the Greeks. Yeah, no, you, you yeah. look fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's all the olive oil. You're like 35, aren't you? I'm 35 plus. 35 plus? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to start telling people. I was at 29 plus. Now I'm going for 39 plus. I'm going to yeah. start telling I'm held together with polygrip and hairspray. It's, <laughs> it's my beauty regimen. It's that dippity-doo you're using. Right? Yeah. You know, I'm on that George Hamilton, I can't believe it's not butter thing. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good, though, like that, all slick back and well, butter, you know, buttery. <laughs> I really live in 1974 every day. Yeah, you, you are very retro. I am. You're very retro. Because that's where I come from. That's, yeah, no, that's where I come you know, from, too. Yes. That's it. That was that was the pinnacle time for me. Oh yeah. I like to think of myself as was Saturday Night Fever style or. Well, uh, that's what I've been hearing, but I like to think of myself as the new Mannix. Oh yeah. Yeah, sure. Who doesn't love that? You're I, a good I, bad I, guy. I, I, I'm a good let's bad talk, guy. Let's talk about the bad guy stuff. Uh, now you've done a couple of films. I, I've done. I've done. I've I've done very well. Bring Tommy Otis up right now on Google if you don't know who he is, because uh, this guy acts. He does comedy. I started in the, the, the auto- reality. I, I started stuff. in the automotive business and. At the age of 12, I, I came from, I was born in Mineola, Long Island, New York, and I was raised in Baldwin, Long Island. And oh, really? My father had a store in
in Bedford-Stuyvesant, in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. We're Greeks. He's our homeboy. We're Greeks, and you know what they say about Greeks? There's two kinds of Greeks. Oh, yeah. Greek gods and goddamn Greeks. <laughs> but my father had a Don't little... Don't drop the soap, either. Hey, oh, ouch. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we're finger puppets. But... <laughs> but but uh, my old man, he had a store in uh, Bed-Stuy where he sold peanuts. He was a peanut vendor. And uh, he was ashamed of his heritage because my last name... My name is really Athanasios Boniotti Spiliotis. So they changed it to Tommy Otis. But uh, I, I grew up in the Long Island, and I knew at 12 years old that I was coming to Los Angeles where I was going to pursue my dream of hot rodding and custom car painting and pinstriping. And I did exactly that. I came here at 22. I didn't know anybody. And I, and I did. I made, it, I, made it big in, I made it big nationally and internationally in hot rodding and pinstriping. And I did, uh, I did, I fulfilled all my dreams, and uh, I guess the, I did a lot of things. I mean, it's not just one thing, but the biggest thing I did was to have one hot rod that made it on 12 car magazine covers, mm-hmm. and I was the star nice. of a TV show called Car Warriors, mm-hmm. which was a one of those episodic uh, reality shows where we had to build a car in 72 hours, working on sleep depredation, and with all the other takes, we were up for a good 95 to 100 hours. And that was real. Yeah. Um, and I was Great the pro- I was the protagonist. Yeah. And um, in 1978, I'm sorry, in 1990, no, in 2008, I'm sorry, when the economy cratered, so did my business because it was really mm. a business built on disposable income, hot rotting and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And my wife Yvonne, who I've been with for 20 years, is the force behind the horse. She saw me going into a depression, and she said, you're a funny guy. Why don't you go into comedy? And I did, and I took a comedy course with Jerry Corley, Uh and he taught me structured comedy because it's easy to be funny, but it's not easy to be a stand-up comedy. Oh, yeah. It's one of the toughest beasts there are. And I've never really mastered it, mastered it the way I'd like to. Yeah. But most, a lot of people, like Brian Monarch was the first, and, Mm -hmm. and, um, God, he's like an insult comedian. But he, he, they saw me as... Don Rickles? He's, like Don he's like a Don Rickles. He's from the Canoga, He's yeah, from the yeah, Valley. Yeah, yeah. Um, Italian. I'll think of it later. But he, they, yeah. they saw me more as a, 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 a character, a television uh-huh. movie type character than a stand-up comic. And I didn't see that myself till later. Mm-hmm. And so I, I got to work in front of live audiences and, and, and get some background in comedy. Mm-hmm. And then I met Stevie Mack. My good friend, and he's a, a true, genuine friend in yeah, comedy. I like Stevie Mac. Stevie Mac, I love, mm-hmm. and he's a good friend to this day. He's like a brother, and um, through him, I, we developed a, a, a trio called the Mac Pack, and um, we did a Las Vegas Review type thing where I was the white. Uh, it was the reverse of the real Mac Pack. Mm-hmm. I was the white uh, Sammy Davis, mm-hmm. and he was the Dean Martin, and Trey Love was the. Uh, was the uh, Frank Sinatra type, and and long and long and short of it was, I found my niche to be uh, an actor, and I learned method acting through uh, Roy Eisenstein here in Venice. Oh great! And I fell in love with that, and uh-huh. um, from that, I uh, I did a lot of uh, studying and a lot of uh, Lee Strasberg right method acting. Yeah, I went to Lee Strasberg in New York for quite some time. And um, I had a falling out with my acting teacher, which is not uncommon. Mm-hmm. We have creative differences, but we go back together. There's mm-hmm. no real hate behind yeah. it. There's just creative differences. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that we fell out about was I wanted to have a beard for one of his independent films. And he says, you can't do that. You'll look too much like Pacino. 
And I says, no, please, I did all these all these independent films for you. Just let me develop a tight beard and, and put on a different outfit because I, I keep looking like the same guy in, in your in your monologues and your spoken word pieces. Let me develop. No, you can't. You look like Pacino. And I and I got pissed off. And I says, that's it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm not doing it. So I I took six months away f off from him. Right. And then I got hired by Al Pacino to be his photo double. So the universe. See how that uni works. Yeah. See how it works. Yeah, yeah. That's a and, positive thing. And Al was terrific. And I was scared to death because, quite honestly. I have a self-image problem. I, uh -huh. I felt I didn't feel I was good enough to be his double. I uh -huh. felt that it was okay to be myself, but not his double. Uh -huh. And because who the who the hell am I? I'm a nobody who lives in a one-bedroom apartment in Van Nuys, and I, <laughs> I I have this you know I I wasn't quite sure of myself. Yeah. And, and it was a big responsibility. And every New York guy looks to Al like he's the Long Ranger to mm -hmm. us. You know mm -hmm. he's. Oh, he's yeah. our hero, uh -huh. you know. It's either him or or it's De Niro, or uh -huh. it's or it's for some people it's for me it's for Rod me, Steiger. For me it's Pacino and Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, Dustin Hoffman. All these guys They're are iconic for us. And here I am, and I and I get this break, and and I was able to get my union card because of Al, because the movie yeah. is called uh, Danny Collins, which is out. So I got to be his photo double, and and he saw me, and I went to work every day on the set, and I wasn't in the film, but I am in the film in shots where you don't see his bot, where you right. don't see his face. Right, exactly. But I'm an exact duplicate of him, and it's uh -huh. scary, and uh -huh. it's even scary for him. And he saw me, and I looked depressed, which I suffer from depression anyway. And he says to me, "Are you okay?" And I go. No, and I went to work every day in a suit because I wasn't just a face in the crowd, I was his face. So I, I overdid it, and he said to me, you're scared, what are you scared of? I said, I'm just scared. And he grabbed me by the wrist, and he goes, that's okay, I'm scared too. Give him a drink of water, get him his own trailer, and he treated me like a king, and he made it okay for me, you know, and he was a sweet, sweet guy, and I was able to get my SAG card because of him, and he gave me a confidence that I didn't have before. Yeah, good for you. And, Great just, guy. and you deserve it. You're, and just, you're a true renaissance man. But I, you know, I didn't know what I was fields. doing, and it's not really acting to be a photo double, and I'm a method actor, mm -hmm. but it's Al. And to watch Al blow his nose it was like a, a master's class. <laughs> so there were three days out of the yeah. seven that I worked for him that I stayed in the trailer. So rather than just sit there like a meat puppet and do nothing, I wrote a monologue. I tried to be true to the art, uh -huh. and I would watch everything he did, and it was amazing. And and he was it was a great opportunity. And from that, I did all kinds of horrible, low-paying television shows. Too many uh -huh. to count. Yeah. You know, tattoo nightmares and sex. <laughs> se what is sex in the ER? You know, what the hell was the name of that show? Sex in the ER. Se or yeah, some <laughs> crappy one crappy. <laughs> low-paying show after another and now I got um, the things we do the things we do for a buck <laughs> and you go Jesus Christ what am I doing you know and yeah. I got this break where I got I answered and, and and those of you who are not in acting what we do is we get on these casting sites like actors access uh, LA casting mm -hmm. and um, casting frontier and mm -hmm. these are sites that you pay in mm -hmm. to, and you get... Um, they and your agent even requires it as if they're supposed to be doing yeah, something. Yeah, they as they're supposed to be doing something. Too, only yeah. I finally yeah. lucked out and got a really good agent. Oh, did you? Finally. Because I went through three agents that were crap. You say that now. I say that now. <laughs> but I got an agent that cares, and that means yeah. a lot. Yeah. 
So I answered. I, I so you get these submissions where you, you you go through them and you submit yourself. You self submit, mm -hmm. and you 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 look for people that look for jobs that fit your physical description. Like I'm a short guy. Mm -hmm. I, I, Al is five 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 six, yeah. 140, 145 pounds. You guys are tall guys compared to me. Yeah, we're little. <laughs> we're, we're vicious little. We're vicious little angry men yeah. that uh, have to take... Hey, everything's that. better down here, especially the view. Yeah, yeah okay, the air so. is cleaner. Well, actually, you're at ass level, so it's, <laughs> it's a little swampy. But anyway, so I, I, I was reading through my submissions, and it said, looking for restaurant patrons. Free, no, no payment. It's a free job. And a lot of us actors do a lot of free work, hoping to be seen. If you want good Italian food, at a great name restaurant in Los Angeles, come to this location at the casting state at the space station in Los Angeles in Hollywood, mm -hmm. which is a big casting station, kit casting uh, yeah. room. So I went and and I dress I dress kind of a like a seventies looking guy. I yeah. dress like a real New York grease ball. Yeah. Okay, that's what Retro. I am. Retro. Well, that's what I am, and yeah. I mean that you know we hang on to what we think is cool. I think Herb Albert was cool. Yeah. You know, this guy's in love with you. That's yeah. that's who. That's how I dress. I used to work out in the Stallone's backyard, and you would have Did fit you? in beautifully. Yeah, that, Everybody um, the same, same, same. That's the vibe. Yeah. That's the yeah, vibe. Yeah. I, I hung on to it, and I never let it go. So I get to the I get to the casting uh I get to the casting room, and and I have a black turtleneck on with a chain. I have a, a houndstooth jacket, tight these tight pants with the crease in them, polyester, won't wrinkle, won't fold, won't look good. The Italian pointed shoes. And they look at me, and they go, and the hair is done in, you know, uh, uh, you know, the Gindaloon fashion, the pompadour. And they look at me, and they go, are you here for the restaurant patron job? Then there's no lines to this. I go, yeah, I got nothing else going. I mean, I'm an automotive <laughs> pinstriper yeah, that's yeah. kind of been, I'm 58 years old now. So I, I, I thought I could make at least 40 grand in semi-retirement mm -hmm. and still be, and with that kind of money, and my commercial speed as an automotive pinstriper, I thought I would have plenty of time to do auditions. Well, I can't even make that. If it cost a nickel to fart, I would have to hold it in. <laughs> so I meet these two gentlemen, and it's Josh, Josh Mitchell and Alex Helisek. Josh is the director, and Alex is the writer. Josh is about 39, and Alex is 26, 27 now. And they're two very talented individuals, and they put together this thing that I did not know the title of because they were very candid in their right. submission. Remember, I'm answering a thing called restaurant patron. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's what they were very candid. So I, I get into this thing and and I, I go and I look like Vinnie Gumbats. And I just and I and I get there and they look at me and it's funny and they hand me a script and I go, What's this? Well just read it. And I go, Yeah, but I'm here for the restaurant patron. Yeah, we know. Yeah, but there's no lines. Yeah, we know that too. So I start thumbing through the script. Just take a few minutes with it and come back, come in and see us, because that's how it works. So I, I look, I start looking at the script, and it's a gangster script, and it's called The Convicted. And he goes, Oh, by the way, your part, your part is uh, Don Salvatore Figaro. It is, I, I, but I'm here for the wet, the restaurant. Yeah, he says, you're not very bright, are you? I says, No, not really. I mean, you know, you you got me here as a restaurant guy eating. What do I know? So I start looking. And I says, "This is a this is a gangster script." So I walk in there and I go, "I'm confused. 
I thought I was here for, for, for something else. I says, this is a gangster script. Well, we didn't want to fill the room up with guidos. I go, yeah. Well, this is a gangster movie, and we wanted to see who came in organically. And you're it. I go, what do you mean I'm it? You're going to be the lead in this picture. Before I even spoke, I go, how do you figure that? Because you are that guy. I could tell you right now. So I started to read, and we got along really well. Josh is from Boston, and everything's funny to Josh. Everything's a joke. But he's a very, very talented filmmaker, and he's got an eye for casting. He's got an eye for cinematography. Mm. And he's got, he's got a talent. So that's this new picture you're working on, This huh? is new film we're working on. And it's going to debut... Convicted. The Convicted is going to debut at the... Uh, the first installment is going to view, uh, uh, debut at the, uh, the world-famous uh, Chinese... Grumman's Chinese Theater yeah. this Thursday, yeah, the 21st. Uh -huh. And Alex is the writer. So I, I started to read a few lines and improv with them a little, and, and, and I, had, I had it. And so it's funny how fate works. Uh -huh. Because you go in for one thing and 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 you don't know what you're getting, and so I was very kind of weirded out by the thing. I mean, because I, I I never experienced anything like that, and so we went in for a table reading, and I I I was off book, and we were set this we were you know we got the IMDb thing all set up, right, and, right. and we were set to shoot in December, and I was off book, and then we got a setback, and we shot oh, a couple months ago, and. And uh, it was very good. It was very good, and I was very, very, very honored and, and felt special to be part of this and a big part of it. And it's, it's a great starring vehicle, and, awesome. and, and God willing, if somebody likes what they see, that's where I'll get the tap. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and the uh, it's been a it's been a great journey, you know. And and I was taught uh, to enjoy the uh, journey without uh, worrying about the outcome. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Because you don't know where it's going to take yeah. you. Yeah. If you think we're steering the ship. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. No. no. Who the heck knows? You know, who the heck knows? You can't force this stuff. Which, uh, segue into my question about the future. Uh, if you were to look into the crystal ball or could steer the ship, uh, where would you take this whole thing? Where do you want to be in I have a, a couple rule. years from now? I have a rule. It's a fantasy. Because we all have fantasies. Mm -hmm. I have a Frank Vincent rule. You know Frank Vincent, the actor. Mm -hmm. Okay, is he a great actor? Not really. He's a good actor. He's got 40, 45, 48 films under his belt. Mm -hmm. He's a good, bankable actor, right? Mm -hmm. Is he living better than Tommy Otis? You goddamn right he is. <laughs> is he? Is he? Is is he? Is he a gangster actor? Primarily, he is. Yeah. In my typecast as a Guinea gangster actor, primarily I am. If I could have one eighth, one fourth. Three quarters, one third, no, one third of what Frank Vincent has. I could act my way out of poverty and live better. Uh huh. So where I'd like to be is I'd like to live in, I'd like to move out of Venice. I'm sorry, move out of Van Nuys, move into Venice. Uh huh. Pay my wife back the god awful amount of money I owe her, even though she doesn't want it, because she's that, a loving. Is that, is that the tab or just for hanging out with you? All no, these that's years. the tab that I owe her. Oh. What about for hanging out with you all these years? No, she, she's the loving, giving, the best woman I ever had in my life. She, she is the best thing that ever happened. She's me. here, but I think she's asleep. You no, slipped her I slipped her a Mickey. <laughs> I slipped her a Mickey. Uh, a Mickey Finn. You talking about that big uh, elephant tranquilizer? I, I shot it with a dart. I, I, I got a Zulu to come in. 
from central casting and hit her in the neck with a dart. She can't even comment because she's out cold. And so. I love her very much. And she's the force behind the horse. But the bottom line is I'd like, I'd like to move to Venice because uh-huh. that's where all the art is. That's where the, that's where the r- true Renaissance men are. That's where the films are. That's, that's where, where the belong. writers are. It's the Coney Island yeah, yeah. of the Pacific. Oh, it's everything. It's St. Mark's it place of New I'm York I'm afraid City. to have her walk the dog at night. Yeah. Because there's a lot of transients that scare the shit out of me, even when I'm armed and You just get in one of those big ripped homeless coats to go out and walk ripped the dog. Ripped homeless. Out. You know, those ripped coats with the with homeless With a bazooka underneath with a, it. With a, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they, don't know, they don't know what's under there. Yeah, I don't even know what's under there. <laughs> I, I shot 17 movies with my acting teacher, Roy Eisenstein, and we would turn the corner, and I, and I would be afraid. I would be afraid. And, and, and I wasn't exactly, you know... Helpless, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would go, oh my God, I'm going to get killed. Yeah. You know, and I look like a little... I was afraid to have this show with you, because I'm like, look at how close I am to the construction zone, and they're, they're, they're pouring cement over here. Well, not only that, I took, an emo- <laughs> I took... I was so afraid of you, I had to take an emodium, because I could shark, and then... Then what do we got? Stucco. <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's been fun hanging with you, Tommy. Uh, I, w- I wanted to say one thing about Tony. Sure, sure. Tony runs a comedy Tommy, show. Tommy, sure. Tony runs a comedy show. What did I say? Talk about me. Just talk about Tony me. Tony runs a comedy show, and I, I was lucky enough to be invited when he ran it at the West Side Comedy. Yeah, we were at West Side Comedy Com- in Santa Monica. He moves and around a lot, though, he the ma- Rat Pack shows. He, he does. He, he moves around a lot. He's a dedicated comedian, and he makes every comic feel like a star. He gives everybody a bottle of wine. He makes he, he puts together a green room. Well, you are stars. And he makes everybody feel special. Yeah. and. And, well, you are special. And he and it's not many people. And not special bus special. No, it's not. It's not every well, every maybe, person maybe. in this industry that makes talent feel appreciated, and he's one of them. Thank you. And and I, I like was, to treat people how I want to be treated. And it makes a difference in, in how you perform. Even though I bombed that night. No, you never. I bombed. was funny as a heckler more than I was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You had a tough job. It was a cold crowd. You had to go out and open it up. Yeah. Notice I didn't. I, as a host, I came out, I said two or three things and just dropped it on Tommy. Yeah. I was like, this is cold. I'm giving it to Tommy. Yeah, let's, let's give the least funniest guy the shittiest time slot. Here he is, Tommy Otis. <laughs> I did that, too. You still thanking me for being a great guy? And still thanking you, yeah. <laughs> and I'm enjoying today. It's fun. So I moved out here in 1980. Yeah. And, 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 and I used to love... And you're still here. I'm still here. <laughs> the be- I came out 22... When I was 22, I didn't know anybody. And I absorbed the car uh-huh. culture because that's what I wanted so much. Uh-huh. And I've done it all. And I'm building my last hot rod. My last hot rod. And, and now I'm so in love with acting and, hot rod and show business that, that acting has become the new hot rod for me. Good for you. Because it's so... And it is a hot rod. It's it, endless what you can it's, do. It's especially like, as a method I'm actor. I'm soaking it up like a sponge. I uh-huh. wish... And I don't think I would have been good when I was Glad younger. you said that. You have to be a sponge for method You acting. have to be a sponge. Yeah. Everything about it is... It's not for everybody. Everything, is, everything about it is appealing. Uh-huh. Everything that the traffic will allow. Yeah. Ethel Merman. Oh. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Hey, you're boating uh, real quick. Boating. Live and on board, baby. Do you board. have any great memories or maybe bad memories or boat? anything about boating? Was it in your childhood? Was it in your life? Have you ever boated? Anything on the water? I do I do have some memories on the water. You do? My father was a uh, World War II Greek, hit first, asked questions later father, who took me uh, uh, in, the, in the boat. Sounds like a sailor. 
No, he was a, he was a, a staff sergeant in World War II. Uh -huh. Got shot in the arm by yeah, Nazis, yeah. and threw me in uh, Jones Beach. Picked me up by the and by my. Taught you how to swim. Taught me how to swim, and I hate him for that. Fuck you, Do daddy. Do you really? Fuck you, daddy. Uh, and uh, you know what? Come to think of it, I don't forget forgive my uncle Mickey for that either. He did no, the same they all thing did in a lake. I was three years old. He kept throwing me in. I was crying. I was crying. Flipping. I was drowning. Water and in that my lungs. salt water coming through the nose, burning. Oh. Why? Why did they do that? Why? Is that freaky? I hate them for that. That's how I learned how to swim. I, why? I'm a damn good swimmer, though, now. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But that's a different sport. Everybody who comes out on the boat. Oh, yeah, cruel Especially my Afro-American friends. They're like, uh, I don't swim, man. And I'm like, don't swim. That's a different sport, man. This is boating. Stay in the boat. I do have, I do have a, a story about boating. Side? I do. And it involves Marina Del Rey. I lost a, a friend of mine named Bobby Bistang, who was uh, uh, an auto body icon of Glendale, California, who belonged to the Marina Del Rey Yacht Club, who took really? me out in the early 90s with his son, Robert, and he's part of that whole yachting race thing they used uh -huh. to do on Tuesdays or Thursday, right. and he took me Wednesday out. Wednesday night races, right? Yeah, yeah Wednesday night uh -huh. races. Yeah, I used to do them. And he took me out, and, and he, God rest his soul, he just passed away. And 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 I do. Uh, that was a great memory of yachting. Yeah, great so small world too. That one's for you, Bobby. About. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I've raced on Wednesday nights with him, not on his boat, but against him. He passed. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty-two. Yeah. So every day above ground's a gift. Don't. And he had to be it. a good guy. He was a sailor. He was a good for guy. For Christ's sake, yeah, he, was he was a sailor. He was always good to us. Yeah. So, good yeah. stuff, Tommy. Yeah. So I'm glad you came down here. I'm glad I'm here. Thank you for having me. You know, this has been fun, huh? Yeah, I like it. We covered a few things. There was a lot more I want to cover, but uh, cover. You, you come say, back. Say something. Say something. Ask me something. Ask me something really cover, deeply personal. Cover. Cover. Ask me something deeply personal. Well, okay. Deeply personal. Were you encouraged as a child to be doing the automotive stuff that you got? It's all creative, from the from the flames and automotives to what you're doing now. Were you encouraged or inspired at well, all? Well, I think my father saw that I had no academic skills at all. I, I quit school in 10th grade. I think I stopped learning in 8th. So I'm not um, academically astute, but I'm intuitively smart. So I built the model car. It was the pie wagon, I remember it. Mm -hmm. It was 1968 or 9. And my father goes, you know what? I really like to see you pinstripe because I think that's where your future is. Wow. And then he was the same father that signed me out of school in 10th grade, which I wish he had taken a little more time to parent me. But my father saw it in me. Yeah. And as far as the comedy goes, uh -huh. I was just like any other kid that would perform in front of his mother and uh -huh. make fun of all the neighbors yeah. and put on little shows like we used to do. Yeah. And we'd make fun of the neighbors and I'd have my mother and her Italian friend Mrs. Yeah. Gagini laughing and I'd make fun of our neighbors like uh, Mrs. Scheinberg with the elephantitis or Mrs. Gladstone yeah, yeah. or Mrs. So G you were encouraged. That's beautiful. Just, just like uh, Billy Crystal would make fun of, you know, just like every kid mm -hmm. would make fun of the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. So it, it starts, it's in us. Yeah. It's in us. Yeah. You know? Well, you're a true renaissance, man. We try. And you're a fellow method actor, comedian. I love, I, and I love Strasbourg. Yeah. I love him. You know why? Yeah. There's no bullshit with him. No. I feel like he's It's present. real. You're tapping in. It's, I feel like he's present. I, I hate to keep using that word. Everybody's using organic, but it is It is word. organic. It is organic, and it's all from inside, and it's... You don't force it. You know? It has to come. It took me years to, to get it together. 
studying the method. In the very beginning, I have somebody very special, Penny Allen, uh -huh. Charles Lauder. I've heard, yeah. Well, uh, Penny yeah. and Charles uh, had to deal with me. It wasn't working for a very long time. I couldn't use the choices. I couldn't use the moments, the people. I couldn't tap into it yet. Yeah. And uh, she controlled it one day for me. She kept saying, hang in there. I was going to quit. And then one day she, she, brought, me, she brought me through a few things. And yeah. I exploded. I was on fire. And then I was cold. And I was... I was just a basket case after a half hour of it, and she said, I just wanted to show you before you leave, you don't go anywhere. That you can do it. And I stayed around, and after many years, did I started to be able to you did tap the, into Did you do the things, memory exercise? Create my bag of tricks. Oh, yeah. I yeah. cried like a girl, yeah. like a 14-year-old like a girl yeah. getting her period for the first time. <laughs> I cried. I still cried. Song and dance didn't work for me in the very beginning either. A lot of oh. these exercises didn't work for me. I, I, went, like, oh, I went to an audition a week and a half ago, 10 yeah. days ago, yeah. and I did not, I, I got two audition stories I want to share. I went to an audition, uh -huh. and I did not read the whole audition properly. And I went there, and they go, so, what do you want to sing for us today? And I go, ah, singing, singing. Who doesn't love a good song? I love a good song. What do you want to sing? And I go, well, I'm really, I'm really not a singer, and, but uh, ah, don't worry, you're among friends. And I, so I said, let's, let's, uh, I'm panicking. I'm getting flop sweat. I go, let's go with Maria from West Side Story. And I could not believe what came out of my mouth was horrible. I'm doing my cross. I'm apologizing. I'm so sorry. I said, don't worry. It takes a lot. Of, and I had to hear that, that, don't, that condescend. Don't worry. It takes so much courage. At least you came up here. And this, was just, this just happened. This just <laughs> happened. And then, and, and then the other one was I did not read uh, the audition all the way through. Uh, for a paintball gun commercial. Mm. So I dressed like a gangster because I didn't bother to read it. Okay, Maybe I took one or two too many anxiety pills that morning. <laughs> and I showed up like a gangster and I get to the audition and everybody is dressed in battle fatigues. And I get there and I'm dressed like Scarface. <laughs> and I, I go to them, I go, how come you guys are dressed like army men? And I go, well, didn't you read the submission? This is for a paintball gun. I go, that's what you wear for a paintball gun? Fatigues? Really? That's what you wear? <laughs> this is how I dress. I don't know about you. So I get there and you I do. Said it, right? I do there and I do this. Is say hello to my little friend for the paintball gun. Have an asthma attack during the audition. And the guy's hysterical laughing. And of course, needless to say, I don't get the part. And I feel like a horse's ass all the way home. Thank you. <laughs> this is a funny business. It's I mean, this, this business. is a shit. I mean, yeah. and, and you do get a lot of auditions, but there's a lot of funny crap that happens. You yeah. just have to have big shoulders and laugh it off. You, yeah, yeah. You funny can't stuff. cry about it. Because thick skin, my friend. Thick skin. Right? Thick skin. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You're a paisan. I love you. I'm a, I'm a grease I love ball. you, Tommy. I am a grease ball. I'm glad you came out you. to hang. You, I love you. This guy can hang on the water, man. You have to. I cover the waterfront. <laughs> I'm sure you do. They're pouring cement right next to us. I'm still nervous. My, uh, Lee J. Cobb, <laughs> my favorite. Only you and me. This is the only show, by the way, this out is... of all these shows that was done with a construction going on in it's the back. Fresh. Is that why, like why, apropos? Is that wrong? That's not wrong. <laughs> you know, that's what makes America beautiful. We're always changing. Live and on board. Live and on board. Construction How about WPIX? To our New York listeners, WPIX, the Channel 11, a big yeah. part of our life. Captain Jack McCarthy, are you old enough to remember that? Not really. With cartoons, he'd show Popeye, he came out, with, he dressed like a skipper, nah. and he'd go, Bing. I'm a young pup. He'd, he'd, he'd come out and he'd show the Popeye cartoons and he'd ring the bell, Bing, 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 and he'd go, 
Three Bells, Up the Peen. I don't even know what that means. It's some kind of Navy tour. Yeah. And he threw the Popeye cartoons. And then there was Ray Heatherton, who's, who's of course, he was the Merry Mailman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am yeah. the Merry His daughter was uh, Joey Heatherton. And, of course, Captain Jack McCarthy. Jesus who showed Christ, the Tommy, you're old, man. I'm 58. Jeez, but I'm sure? wise beyond, because I was sick all the time. I watched a lot of TV. And yeah. oldies, I love oldies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love doo-wops. Oh, I love doo-wop stuff, doo-wops, too. Doo-wops, you know. I love doo-wops. Gus Gossard, 50s, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, stuff. and and I want to shout out to uh, Eugene Pitt from Herkimer and Elston Avenue in Brooklyn. All right. Uh, Jai Five. All right. And Cornelius Grant from The Temptations, and always my friend who I love, Stevie Mac, and All my right. wife, my Vaughn, my my wife Yvonne Rose Street, who I just tattooed on my arm, Yvonne Rose. And you know what that's going to cost her? What? She's going to have to have a Greek wedding ceremony. Uh, She's been fighting it. For, look at her. She's shaking her head. Okay, Tommy. Tell everybody where they can find you online. They can find me on Facebook. That's the best place to find me. Tommy Otis, and in parenthesis, itch, with a picture of the Rat Pack. That is the best place to find me. Excellent. Okay. And they can find you from there? They can find me from there. You're on Twitter, Instagram? No, I'm not on any of that, please. I'm old. You're you know old. where you can find well, lucky me? you're on Facebook. You can find me on a cave wall. <laughs> cave drawings and shadow puppets. I'm old, people. Catch old Tommy Otis. Look for him. I'm young old, though. Good luck with the new film. Thank you. The I, Convicted. I'm, I'm, and it's four parts. We just did the um, we just did the uh, busted part uh-huh. from the FBI. I went out and I went out fighting, and they cut the best parts, but it's still very good. Uh-huh. And then we're going to the court scene, and then we're going to go to the jailhouse scene, and then of course the uh, the early release with the contrition. So this character makes a full arc. And the we're convicted lo- by and who's, who's by, the by uh, Josh Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And Alex Hillisek. Perfect. Writer. God oh, bless them. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. Okay. Tommy Otis has been live and on board with Tony Malazzo from Marina Del Rey Harbor. We're out.